Welcome to TC Tiawi Talks, Tia Chucha Centro Cultural, located on Tataviam land in the Northeast San Fernando Valley, is rooted in ancestral knowledge, culture, the arts, literacy, and social justice as a means to personal and communal transformation. It is a place where hearts and minds have united for change for over 19 years. Join us as we share the stories of personal transformation and our understanding of the world that unites us as a community. We must remember that another world has always been possible. Tiawi, a Nahuatl word for adelante, to move forward. Like a spiral, together we move towards a better future, cognizant of the resiliency we carry from our past. The face that pops up in the movie. I know. That's actually the face I hate. <laughs> I thought you hated her face. I didn't. I completely forgot about him. <laughs> you know, I had to walk out of the theater after oh while I was watching The Exorcist. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Actually, one of the new scenes, the new scenes, like when... When she's going down the stairs? Oh, my God. I I had to leave the theater. I had to walk out, yeah, and I stood outside for, like, 10 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Well, Have you seen that scene where she walks backwards? I mean, I can't watch it now, but it was on the big screen, and oh, too much. Oh, wow. Okay, you are you ready? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Give me some conversations. We should probably save it for the... Well, Melissa, are you? Should I take it off if if you really try? I'm gonna try not to look at you. It's okay, oh let it be. It's funny, it looks like an eye popping out. <laughs> oh my god, that's good. Oh. I'm just gonna sage myself after this. Thank you all for for joining Yaoi Talks. We have TC staff uh, here ready to share their Halloween spirit with everybody with the world. Um, so first, can you all describe what you have in your background and if you have a custom one, what it is, what you're wearing, kind of thing, and your gender pronouns. Um, so I'll just go first just because, you know, I'm, I'm talking. Um, so my name is Rebecca. Um, my gender pronouns are she, her, hers. And right now I have some reddish, brownish lipstick on. I have curly hair. I have a gray, like, skirt thingy on. Um, I'm sitting in Tia Chucha, so there's a little mural behind me, and then there is a little, uh, I don't know, pumpkin jack-o'-lantern with glasses on right next to me. So I'm going to pass it to Andrea. Thanks. Hi. Thank you. Um, so I'm wearing an orange shirt, and then I have like um, disco ball lanterns. Are these called lanterns? Like little disco balls hanging on my neck. Um, I was gonna be a disco girl. <laughs> and then I have a virtual background and it's Captain Howdy, which I had to look up on Google because I just knew he was a creepy guy from The Exorcist. So he's creeping up in my background. <laughs> All right, I'll pass it on to Michael. Hello everyone, my name is Michael Centeno. My pronouns are he, him, and his. Um, I am currently wearing a red shirt, no costume accessories, unfortunately, and I have the exorcist uh, as my background. It's actually the cover art with the light shining through the window. Um, yeah, so I'm going to pass it to Melissa. Hey everyone, my name is Melissa San Vicente, uh, pronouns ella, she, her. And I am currently wearing my Disney Minnie Mouse ears, but they're a themed haunted mansion, um, purple <clears throat> with the background of the walls of the haunted mansion, uh, a green bow, and a little gargoyle um, that you see um, <clears throat> kind of like on the chains as you're about to get on the ride. Uh, so yeah. And I actually currently have no background, and I have a leopard, I have a, not like a cheetah blouse on. <laughs> um, so I'll pass it on to Luce. 
Hi everybody, my name is Luz Rodriguez. Um, I go by she, her, uh, my pronouns are she, her. Um, and I am wearing, a, I guess, a, I'm wearing a dress, a black dress uh, with a square neck black dress. Um, and um, I'm wearing glasses, kind of like a, a brown kind of uh, lipstick. And, um, and I'm wearing ears. Um, they're handmade actually shout out to Gigi and, and Natalia Hernandez who worked on these uh, a few years back um, they have like marigolds and it's kind of hard because I have a background as well uh, marigolds a couple of like little like pretty roses and um, and right behind there's like little the little mini mouse ears um, and then behind me I have a screenshot of the 1922 uh, Nosferatu movie which was one of the first movies that I remember watching as a kid uh and fully being like wow this was a 1920s movie wow but yeah so it's nosferatu kind of creeping behind me <laughs> and then i pass it down to karen hi everybody my name is karen my pronouns are she her hers uh, i'm wearing a mustard colored shirt um and a mask with sunflowers on it I have short, uh, kind of wavy hair, but it's not wavy today. Um, and I have, I'm wearing blue glasses. And my background is uh, Edward Scissorhands. Uh, it has, you can see like the mountain and the, his house on top. And it mine's a little bit more cheerful than the other backgrounds. <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you, Karen. So today we're going to talk about getting in the Halloween spooky spirit, like how we like to do at DC. Um, does anybody want to start with some kind of like little bit of history, history of Halloween? Yeah, I have fun facts. <laughs> so uh, I know, uh, well, I think one of the things that I was like kind of like interested was the whole idea of like even trick-or-treating um so i had looked up that i think what was it in the 1920s a lot of folks um i guess trick-or-treating was like a and not even trick-or-treating tricks was like such a huge thing where it got to the point where vandalism was like hardcore and it was just like really bad and like and this is in america where I guess it got to the point where even in like during, during the Great Depression, it was so bad because folks would start fires, specifically like teens and like adolescent, like youth were really creating havoc. And so this whole idea of trying to create this holiday where it wouldn't have, it would distract youth from wanting to burn down things or like hurt people. <laughs> um, uh, they started, uh, doing parties and like a lot of like these like costume parties kind of thing and like contests so it was kind of distracting folks and focusing them on that but the other thing was bribing youth so the way the pair the families in the neighborhood were bribing them was like preparing sweets and like candy apple and pretty much saying hey don't do any tricks at my house don't do any tricks with me in here i'm gonna give you a candy apple if you do it so it kind of was one of those things where now the kids were like oh so going to house to house if people would give them candy that was like a way or not even candy but at the time it was like like uh pastries or like uh candy apples uh they were kind of like saying okay i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do anything bad to your house so it's kind of an interesting kind of like start off and even though it's like i guess it goes back all the way to like very like celtic times the idea like the holiday itself and there's like a lot of little things that I, i've found but i was like wow very interesting costumes too just historically like costumes uh coming into like a huge thing during that time too yeah <laughs> costume thing like um how does that evolve like change over time because it seems like costumes today maybe sometimes i imagine they're probably more scary back in those days were they or what do you think you know i think i was um <clears throat> 
I kind of reading or I don't know where I read it regarding that at one point the whole con the whole concept of costumes was that um that there was like this belief that kind of like spirits and I guess I don't know I want to say just spirits maybe monsters or whatnot like we're kind of roaming and that at one point there was like wearing a costume was like a way of protection um so that they wouldn't you know I don't know bring bring bad or whatnot to your family to your house hence to then also why you would put pumpkins um so at one point kind of like you know this is not a, a house to hit up or go somewhere else and that's like the concept of costumes i don't know if anybody else um knows a little bit more about that i don't know too much history about costumes but i do know that they seemed scarier back then um to us now because i think that was unintentional they were wearing like potato sacks on their head and i think now we see movies with like kids wearing that or people i forget what movie did that where they had like sacks on their head <laughs> but um it was just like regular household uh, stuff that they had as costumes and it was kind of just for everyone it's not as intricate as it is now i feel like in a way um i feel like now we're seeing costumes be more creative and accessible you can make it out of paper cardboard and stuff um but it got pretty like intricate with like you know halloween stores started popping up and they started getting really like i guess inaccessible for some folks too like i remember growing up and always wanting to buy a costume and not being able to because it was like 40 bucks for a freaking costume so back then it was just like household stuff which looks creepy on a little kid in a picture like a black and white picture and it's like yeah that's from my understanding i don't know if anyone else has a background or knows any fun facts on that i was going to just add on from what you mentioned andrea because going back to what i said about the 1920s and 30s and kids being kind of intense uh during the time because they're like there's nothing else to do um that's when uh, and I guess it also like, like kind of relates to like the industrial revolution kind of thing where things could now be mass produced. There was a few companies that started noticing like this holiday is going to go big. So they started providing like ways for folks to buy like paper made costumes. So you see like actually there's a lot of like little clippings where you could see folks with these really intricate but they were all made out of paper. Although yeah they were really cool because now everybody had like a way of being very creative but um but you know now they were flammable too so folks were catching fire <laughs> so in the 1930s that's when it changed because some of the like sears started like sh actually being able to sell like specific types of costumes that were well made so folks would order them and get them delivered and they would have like a full costume and that's kind of like where we now see mass production kind of stuff but before that before the 20s um, you're right, like a lot of folks, I think, would make paper mache masks or like burlap sacks or something just because it's like, that's what was available. That's super interesting, The what y'all brought up about like people having to make their own. Um, it seems to me that like, that's where uh, it's interesting when we have our little Halloween costume contest now at TC. I don't know if this has been a thing before the last couple years but um it's, it's interesting to see people's creativity and using what they have at home so i don't know if anybody wants to talk about what we do at tc but like uh maybe we can also talk about that why do we do that <laughs> we take halloween very seriously at the issue chest <laughs> and I Want to say that? <laughs> no, we, we never really. I don't think we ever really did a costume contest like how we're doing it now. But um, maybe um, Andrea, you could talk about it. I feel like you've been the one that's really been pushing us to get into all the holiday spirit, um, more so Halloween. I think people just we just. I think in general, all the stuff right now like really enjoys it. So um, maybe Andrea, you could talk about since you're the rule master over there <laughs> oh man don't call me that <laughs> uh yeah i mean i when i my first year at tc i remember asking you guys what we were gonna do for halloween and nothing was really planned like no programming or anything like that 
And I've always liked dressing up, um, even in college when people don't really do that anymore. <laughs> or at least there's a few people, but um, I'm just like, I don't know, I've always had a lot of fun with it, especially being older and being able to like decide what I'm going to be and also like being able to make it and just like having that freedom. So I, I, I was excited to to ask you guys to, to see if you guys were up for it and and most of you guys were and some of you guys were hesitant but that I remember that first contest or that first Halloween that Melissa was like rushing to like the 99 cent store to like make her costume makeup for it too I think Rosalia had as well um but yeah that was fun that's I I just really wanted to bring that spirit in and I don't know after that year it became a big thing I think, Michael, you have always um, gone all out with your family, right? So you already had a costume planned. And I don't know, I don't remember how the idea of taking a picture came up. But yeah, just like contests are fun. And I mean, there's rules because I know everyone here <laughs> is <super> smart. <laughs> and you guys, like, for example, Michael has a whole family that he coordinates his costume with. So I'm like, there has to be some rules. We can't have pets or or other family members involved because, like, I don't have that, so no fair. <laughs> so I don't know if you want to talk about that. Yeah, I think, um, like many things, right, that happen at this, it just evolves organically. But I think um, since uh, having our son, I definitely have enjoyed making the co his costumes and just making our family-themed costumes. Um, I don't, I don't think I um, enjoyed it probably as much before. I've, I've always enjoyed, like growing up, uh, we always tried to make our own costumes. We never bought costumes, you know? It's always like, how can you get creative uh, and try to come up with your costumes? You know, my mom was really good at that, so she really pushed that on us, and I think that's where we get it from. And then having Diego, like he really, he actually really enjoys dressing up, um, so it's a big it's a big deal for him so I really take uh it's really fun to kind of come up with the, those ideas and try to figure out how to make go about making the costume so um yeah I, I I think we just you know everybody started to get in and I think last year was really awesome because everybody took it to a whole nother level they took it really seriously and we had a it was a great time um just seeing how much everybody really how much hard work everybody put into their costumes and and uh if you go back and you look on our instagram just seeing the photos from last year um it was really fun so i'm excited for this year i i just want to add a, like i agree with how it's crazy how like going from the first year we did it to the second year how much that changed everyone was on board this time and everyone was like thinking about it ahead of time and it was intense and I think we were all like caught by surprise or taken aback when Karina came, who's not here in this meeting today, but um, she came through with a really good costume and it got to people's hearts because it was a nostalgic costume. Does anyone remember the robot's name from the- um, Rosie. Essence? Rosie. Rosie, yeah, that was such a great costume. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm done. I don't qualify anymore. <laughs> Well, I think it's funny because I think everybody was working on their costumes maybe the week, maybe a week before. I think Karina even said she was working on it the day before, a couple of days before. But now we have, there's been uh, messages going around where people have already started or at least like started to gather the materials a month ahead of time. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's been taken to a whole nother level this year. So I'm excited to see what, what comes out. I did want to add that, you know, last time everybody was being so secretive about their costumes <laughs> that, I mean, at one point, the moment that you kind of make it a competition, um, it just like really inspired that to the point where uh, it was hard to get somebody's costume idea out of them. But I, I do think that's what made it fun as well. And I mean, there's not a lot at stake. <laughs> I mean, we have a prize, so we do have a small cash prize. We all add to 
little money bucket as we call it to enter the competition so like five bucks whoever wants to participate so it's a small cash prize um but this year we upped it up a little bit upped up the notch and tc is gonna buy us lunch or the winner lunch so that's a really great prize <laughs> but i think most of all it's just fun um competing with each other sometimes and i don't think we're competitive people really like we at least i don't get that vibe when we're working together but this is the only time in the year when we get to be like that and it's okay <laughs> i don't know i think we got a lot of competitive people here i am <laughs> but um yeah so that's cool um so how's your your create what's it called um what was something that I guess somebody maybe that helped you get inspired to be creative and innovative with uh, with maybe like a Halloween costume when you were growing up. Does anybody have anybody that, that kind of inspired them? Or what's your inspiration for even making a costume? Your process. I'll go. <laughs> like, man, I'm talking too much, too much. But um, I, I mean, like I mentioned, growing up, we didn't really buy costumes either. They were just too expensive for us. But um, my mom um is a really talented seamstress, so she's always put our costumes together. Even though she's not a big fan of Halloween, she's never really liked it. But um, I remember the earliest. Halloween I remember slightly is one where I was Mulan and she just put a bunch of fabric together and I remember it being beautiful but I don't know I was like a kid less than six years old I think I don't know and so she's made me a Mulan costume she's made me like a devil costume like a little devil um a witch and a vampire and these costumes were so simple they'd be like you know like a a witch would be like just something like a like a dress with no form that she'd put together and I would buy the hat at the 99 cent store and um I've been a clown um so my mom's really creative and she's always I guess supported that um like make it your own like DIY kind of thing um and I I guess I'm inspired by that. And then also now older, I feel like I could just make things now. So I get inspired, I guess, by anyone, the internet. I'm like, I see a cool idea. I'm like, oh, we can make that. And then I always think like bigger is sometimes always better. So this year I'm going big <laughs> and I'm building. Last year it kind of started, but yeah. And I'm really into um, like dorky costumes. Like, that's just my thing. I don't know. So I feel like that wins people's hearts sometimes. <laughs> yeah, French toast one was really cute. Thank you. And then what was the, oh, yeah, the cotton candy. That was really cute, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, I, I, I remember my grandma um, would make, I guess I would just, because my brothers grew up with her more. So I remember seeing pictures of them, like, getting some homemade costume and she liked to sew too. Um, and it would be like, so it kind of reminded me, it was like a creepy clown kind of costume. So it's like little like seven year old kids with <laughs> with like clown stuff on, but she would be really creative on making her own, like making the kids costumes. So I, I think that my inspiration is a lot of my grandma, like how she likes, she can make things out of anything. Um, so yeah, anybody else? I was going to say too. Uh, I think, uh, like Andrea mentioned, my mom too. She's a seamstress, so uh, I from from when I can remember, it's for us. It was so much easier for her to create things for us and less expensive since she has the she had the hand. I remember once her making me into a nurse. Uh, I think she she also like making a cute nurse outfit as well as like my brother. I remember she made this like awesome Ninja Turtles like shell and everything. And I remember it was so cool because I was just like, man, that's a cool costume. And 
she was also so like excited to just have this like I think once my brother decided to be a superhero but he made it himself so it was a kind of a crazy thing he created and I remember her just being kind of like yeah go ahead do it and so I feel like it's nice to see that and I think like having that inspiration from her kind of having that like you could create what you want to be during that time um now when I do do it I like to kind of like just do stuff that I like um I'm usually go like like I, I try to find stuff that I feel like are cute or something nostalgic that I find nostalgic like movies or something referencing that and I kind of go with that or you know I think one year I dressed up as like a an actual 19 what a 1920s like person would wear for Halloween and so I reconstructed an outfit I saw like on Etsy like an old 1920s like outfit somebody would wear and I wore that actually wore it for a reenactment for a Halloween during that time but I was excited to create that and even made a little outfit for my dog too so she and I were like dressed somewhat the same but I so it's fun kind of coming coming up with creative ideas on how to do it I like creating stuff too so yeah thank you all for sharing I think gr growing up I feel like I had a lot of hand-me-down Halloween costumes. Um, like I didn't really get to pick what I was gonna be, but I always had fun with it. And I think for me, making costumes started maybe like four years ago. So as an adult already, <laughs> um, and I just had fun. I have a young brother, he's eight. He was eight, I think at the time when I first started uh, uh, making costumes. So I enjoy making costumes with him and for him, so. And I always think like Andrea said, like, oh, I can make that. I can fix that. <laughs> um, and that's always, uh, it's more fun for me. You know, I, it was the same for me. I actually uh, have memories of always having to wear what my sister was um, sometimes the day, you know, the year before. Um, so I remember being a witch, you know, pretty often because <laughs> that's what was available. Um, you know, I can't actually remember other costumes. I actually remember in middle school, it wasn't even a costume, but I tried to dress up all goth, right? And all in black. But the most hilarious part that I think about is that I didn't have black shoes. So I had to wear my white Nikes. <laughs> um, and I thought that was kind of, I always, every time I look at that middle school picture, it's funny. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I think it wasn't, I think I've always enjoyed Halloween and, you know, uh, horror and whatnot, anything related to Halloween, but I, it really wasn't until <laughs> the DC, um, uh, you know, uh, costume and whatnot kind of started. And, and even then, the first year, um, I really didn't even have a costume, which is hence to then why Andrea was mentioning that I was running to the 99 cent store um, since I had my, my Minnie Mouse ears. Um, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna be a mouse. Um, but you know what, I really stepped it up with the Ursula last year and it's gonna be on this year too. So um, yeah, it's fun. I love how we, um, last year also talking about sipping it up, I think we took the whole day to, <laughs> to just like do this Halloween costume photo shoot, um, which was really cool too. I feel like that's important in a work environment. I just want to put that out there to have like days where you're, I guess, bonding with your coworkers. So, and I think that's really special and it made it a really nice fun day. I don't know how you guys felt, but <laughs> that's how I felt. I felt like um, I felt like elementary school, you know, on Halloween. Like we had we had a potluck, we had a bunch of food, costumes, photos. Um, it's just a it's a little sad talking about it now that um, we're in a pandemic, you know. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. You even recruited the mailman. Uh, to take some pictures <laughs> that was fun um the photo shoot was really fun <laughs>
That was the first year. Y'all made so much fun. You guys made fun of me for doing that. I was just so excited about Halloween and I asked the mailman <laughs> if he would like to take a picture with a pumpkin hat that we had. But I was thinking about the gram. <laughs> I was thinking, well, this is good content. Right, right. Like our, fr- our well, I guess maybe not our friend. O- almost there. He, he likes us. He knows us. He says hi. So I'm like, let's include him in our Halloween celebration. <laughs> shout out to the mailman. It's no, shout out to him. Who doesn't wear a mask? Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Dang <Okay>. it. What, real? <laughs> I hope he's listening. Oh, this, <laughs> this, this, he knows to wear a mask now when he comes in. To do <laughs> <laughs> he knows. Yeah. Um. So you stroll, we're strolling down Halloween Lane. So I know that many of us here are movie fans. So I was hoping to hear what your top uh, spooky Halloween movies or music. Uh, Nightmare Before uh, Nightmare Before Christmas inspired costumes in our um, in our competition. Um, but I also. I mean, right, you told us to um, think about our favorite horror films. I think about Lost Boys, the 80s Lost Boys movie. I think that's so good. It's so good. I mean, it was just, um, I just really like the way they put that together, right? Um, The music and um, just the way the vampires kind of looked, right? And isn't it in Santa Cruz, too? (laughs) Um, so that's fun. And I actually really think about Donnie Darko. I don't know. I mean, I, I'd say that it's kind of like a Halloween kind of like flick, but I love Donnie Darko and the whole concept of time travel and whatnot. So, yeah, I would say those are one of my, uh, well, those kind of like three top kind of like Halloween or film inspired. I like the... I forgot to think of ahead of time, but the movies that pop out in this for me is The Shining. Um, I think that was a creepy, creepy movie. Um, and El Orfanato, which are both ghost kind of stories. So I was always tended to be more scared of those ghosts for some reason. Um, but yeah, those are like two, two movies, two of my top movies. Um, and then music. You know, growing up, we had Michael Jackson's, uh, you know, thriller, that whole music video movie. But yeah, I don't know how I, I can feel about that now. But that's what I grew up with. Um, I think uh, for me, definitely Nightmare Before Christmas is always a must. Uh, Diego, my son, really likes that movie a lot too. So we watch that every year, almost all year, <laughs> not just on Halloween, but uh through christmas um uh another one i always like to watch is like prince of darkness um which is like an 80s john carpenter one uh, i enjoy watching that during the ha- halloween um ghostbusters um yeah i guess maybe more <laughs> like the 80s older films uh i don't know recently uh, the Shining is a good one. I haven't watched that one in a while. I think I'll watch that this month. Uh, I love I love just watching movies during this time, Halloween movies. Um, yeah, that's all I could think of right now. I think um, in terms of some films, Halloween themed films. I don't really like gory films, you know. So I like more like supernatural thrillers, anything with like ghosts, demons, all that stuff is good. <laughs> I don't like too much too much gore um but yeah so for for me top i guess top three actually one of them was definitely lost boys i love that movie as well um the other one's hocus pocus i like love watching that movie all the time for halloween it's one of my favorite fun like to watch creepy but still fun and i remember as a kid watching it and being like oh my god but they're so funny they're so great these witches three sisters um how old so, do you think is appropriate to watch that movie how do you how do you feel? i was little i remember when i watched it it was pretty young and i don't think i mean it's actually not very appropriate for i mean 
thinking back some of the things that were referenced in there, it's kind of not appropriate for little ones, but I don't think you would get it. It goes over your head. Yeah, that definitely goes over. I love that movie. I forgot to say that one. Um, inappropriate? I don't, I also saw it really young and I don't remember it being inappropriate. I think when you watch it as an adult, you catch certain scenes that you're like, oh, like there's a scene with the, I forget Sarah Jessica Parker's character, but she's on the bus driver's lap. And it's just, there's a couple things that he says and you're like, oh, and I don't remember that when I was a kid. Totally didn't even realize that. I was more like concerned that they ran over the cat. Okay. Yeah, that was sad, yeah. But then he- but, um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you just love that movie, huh? No, I, I love that. It's, so Hocus Pocus, uh, of course, no Nosferatu, but actually before that, I was going to mention, um, I wrote it down too. Uh, Bren Stoker's Dracula. That's one of the ones that I love. No, no, uh, Winona Ryder and just uh, Keanu Reeves. It was just like so well done. Love it. And yeah, but um, and all because of Keanu Reeves, really. I'm just, I'm just Gary and, Oldman. <laughs> yeah, Gary Oldman. Oh. He's so good as Dracula. So that's probably my top three movie. I guess I said kind of four because I have to chime in on. Um, one, but I would definitely usually watch it during during this time. I usually watch those, and then like one of the songs that I love listening when I was a kid all the time, and it's in Espanol, uh, "Lobo Hombre en París." Do you have you guys remember that oh, song? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, we, uh, and always okay. Monster Mash though. Monster Mash también. It's a classic. It's like any party you go to, they're always playing that. But uh, yeah, La Unión, Lobo en París. It's like. That's my picks. Yeah, I, I actually recently watched Hocus Pocus again with my younger brother and it didn't catch his attention, but I, yeah, I definitely caught on to some things I didn't notice before. Um, you actually, y'all already said two of the movies that, uh, that I had on my list, The Shining and Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, I had another movie I wrote down and I scribbled it and now I can't find what I wrote down. <laughs> but if it comes back to me, I'll let you all know. But I, I watch The Conjuring a lot with my another one of my brothers. He likes that movie a lot and he would be playing it in the background. I don't know if you all have a show that you play in the background when you do things. For him, it was The Conjuring. So <laughs> I watch that a lot. <laughs> wow. How old is your little brother? Oh, that one's 20 now. No, yeah. oh, the one that you watch Hocus Pocus. Oh, he's ten now. Okay, yeah, mm -hmm. I think I'm just in this mode. Like, I'm also trying to watch like videos with our, my son, so it's like trying to figure out what's. There's a lot of stuff that's not appropriate <laughs> that you realize that's after. Yeah. So I, we we screened. Uh, we started. I started watching Beetlejuice because he wanted to watch it because one of his cousins watched it, and I was like, oh yeah, you're not. You can't watch that one. And I was like, too much. Is it scary? Or I have actually never seen Beetlejuice. Wow, <laughs> there used to wow. be a cartoon too. Yeah, that's what Wendy was saying. They show him the cartoon instead. <laughs> yeah, funny. it oh, seems like. Why is it too much? I mean, it's not scary. I don't think it's scary. But Mike, uh, if you can elaborate, it's I, I I don't think it's scary. But. Uh no, well I think he's still little. He's six, so I, I think it's too scary. Uh, but then there's like, you know, just other stuff that's kind of like. Like they show them, they don't show them dying, but you know, they're alluding to them dying. So then it's like, and then like, they're like, uh, the scary like faces that they do. I think you might get scared with that. Um, I know there's but, some inappropriate. Yeah. Kind of that stuff, like you said, it'll fly over their head. Like yeah. they won't get that yet. Um, so I'm less concerned about that, but more of that. Other stuff. You know, I'm curious, two of you have the exorcist on your screens. Um, what, what, you know, I, I recall seeing The Exorcist probably a little too early. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think that my parents really thought about what type of effect that would have on their kids. Um, but, you know, it's not one of my top films, but it definitely is one of the films that kind of like got to my core a little bit. And even now, I mean, as Andrea has that background, <laughs> 
it it kind of yeah it just it just kind of activates like little fear <laughs> um in me and i feel like that movie is like so possession movies are really scary to me i mean the whole concept of possession just overall is just really scary and i think the exorcist was like the first film that fully brought that to to life it's yeah you know i heard a lot of creepy things happen on that set too but you know Damn, you know, yeah, now that you bring that up, um, I don't, I didn't watch it till later. I didn't watch it that young. So when I did watch it, I didn't, I didn't feel like it was that um, scary. But Poltergeist, that's another favorite. I really enjoyed Poltergeist. And that one, a lot of the, there's a lot of stuff supposedly um, people died and like people involved with that film. Uh, there's actually a documentary on it on Shudder uh, about like all these films that people have die to and like kind of like urban legends tied to the films i forget the name i'll look it up right now um but i didn't mention um hereditary i feel like that film and area after that dude that director man that like that that film yeah messed me up for a while (laughs) so i want to watch it again but like it's it was really good like i feel like that dude's on another even midsummer i know it wasn't I feel like it was really good, but it was just so different. People didn't like it, but I, I enjoy his film. Oh, my God. Yeah, Hereditary is one that did its job because, you know, these movies are supposed to scare you. And that one, I wouldn't watch again because it just it was just so disturbing to me. That one. Um, movies, I like Get Out. I think that was a, a good, scary movie. Um, where's that, that new Korean movie? I can't remember it right now. What is it called again? Parasite? About Parasite? Parasite, yeah. Those are good ones too. Hey, Korean zombie zombie films are my thing right now. Actually, Train to Busan is really good if y'all ever get a chance to watch it. I forgot when, about Get Out. Get Out was really good. Get Out and um, really good. what's it called? The other those movies. Us. Really good. Us. Um, there's another one. I think Sorry to Bother You was very like strange and. Even maybe not as Halloweeny, spooky, but it was uh yeah, it was like a yeah, I don't know if y'all saw that, but that was Yeah, that was really good. I really like that one. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, one of my favorite movies is Psycho. Um, I saw it older already and I thought I don't know why I've always been hesitant to watch um older movies. I don't know why. I've not I've I've never like been into watching a black and white film because it's in black and white i i'm just biased that way but i've come to see that they're really cool like luce has um recommended a few to me and then i like i said i really like psycho i think it was really interesting and cringy at at points as well and it was really cool around i think it was two years ago that we went to universal studios during the fright fest is that what it's called and they have the the house there and we took a picture (laughs) with the baits it was really cool um yeah psycho and then um young frankenstein uh have you guys seen that movie it's such a great movie it's like supposed to it's like a comedy frankenstein movie um and that's another black and white film and then um yeah i guess the exorcist too i also saw it when i was older um well, not that much older. I was in my teens, like maybe 16 or 15. Um, but it was always talked about and the the image of the exorcist, like the, I mean, of the, of the little girl's face all cut up was everywhere. And it was something that like, you know, like pop-up images and like games on the internet or so. So I had seen it before and I was always really scared of it. And so my cousins put it on one time and and I was finally going to watch it, but I was watching it, like, with a pillow over my face the whole time and my hands on my face. So I think it just remained as this scary movie. And then I remember again watching it a second time in college, but I fell asleep because I decided to close my eyes during some parts because I didn't want to see it. And so I don't know if I've um, truly, fully let myself experience that movie, but I've always thought it was really scary. And then, yeah, um, I don't know if you guys ever watched Halloween Town, but that's another good feel feel good Halloween movie along with Hocus Pocus and yeah and I think Hereditary and the Exorcist are so scary like Melissa said because they like possessions are kind of something that's 
like monsters and stuff like we know like okay that's not real but like exorcisms and spirits and stuff that's something that some people do experience right and even ourselves i haven't personally experienced anything paranormal like that but i know people who have and it's just it's really creepy because it's like okay we know it's happened before so i think that's why they scare me the most those kind of movies and i love hereditary i've seen it like many times oh my god you've seen <laughs> right. that a lot of times i can yeah i mean it's gruesome and it's it's it also messes me up like at night like i think about it but it's so good it is so good there's so much things to like unpack in the movie and and a lot of things to think about um like what it meant towards the end also i feel like i'm still trying to understand what the movie was getting at right there towards the end of the movie it's mm -hmm. so good Yo, y'all, I think it's getting time that somebody needs to share some kind of quick, spooky uh, memory. Does anybody have anything? Like a little spooky memory? Story time. <laughs> um, nobody? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I have an alien story, but it's not that scary. I mean, I guess it could be scary. I think aliens... You know, I don't know. I used to be scared of that, like getting abducted. So those are my spooky movies that I would be scared a little bit of where we alien stuff. But one time my brother was outside and he was living in LA and we were living in Victorville. Um, and he was calling us and he's like, look outside. And then, um, and outside in the, in the sky, there was some kind of gray like disc thing and my I saw it my grandparents were visiting us and they saw it my parents uh, my so my brother was in a totally different place and then the, there was this alien thing like ship in the sky so this happened probably when I was maybe like 10 or so but um I don't know do y'all have anything like that happen to you and then it just disappeared um but yeah and I guess that's why I might be a little bit scared of alien stuff. But <laughs> mm. oh, you know, nobody has some spooky tale. No. I was always scared of aliens, but I I haven't seen any. But I want to. I'm down. You want to? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I want to believe. <laughs> You mean like you want to be abducted? No, that's not I don't want to be abducted. Oh my god, he didn't say he that. He just wanted to see them. A part of me is like, if you're seeing aliens, that's probably not a good thing. Oh no, I'm good with seeing like the ship, you know, like. <laughs> you're like the ship. The ship, whatever it is. Don't you think like if you were to see an alien, you'd probably like a real one, you would probably, your mind wouldn't like comprehend what you're seeing, you know, you'd freak out, no? I mean, that's, that's if you think they look different to us, really. <laughs> they can be among us, like in Men in Black. <laughs> yeah, Men in Black. Yeah, I, you guys reminded me of a great scary movie, I think, because of the aliens. Scary Movie 3 was such a good movie. I loved it. <laughs> and it has aliens in it. But it's Scary Movie 3, right? Um, where they mix like the, the the ring and the aliens. I don't know from what movie they're making fun of, but I really like oh, them. Oh, what's that movie <laughs> with uh, Mel Gibson? Um, oh, Signs. Signs, that's a good one too. That's I think that's probably making fun of that. Signs and AI. But those scary movies kind of ruin scary movies for me because now I think about the scary movie and I'm like, oh my God, this is so funny. Oh, yeah, but those are good ones. Well, Scary Movie 3, I also saw it younger. Um, I wasn't, I, I didn't grow up watching a lot of scary movies, like, at, at a really young age. It was till I was, like, in my teens. But Scary Movie 3 was scary to me because of the girl from The Ring. Like, she looks really creepy in that film, too. So I think I just, yeah. They were, they're funny movies, but they also scared me, which is kind of silly. But, yeah, I only have... Um, I don't I don't even think I have like full scary stories I just um I feel like my whole family in Mexico always has 
scary or paranormal stories. And I feel like that's usually our experience that our tias and tios or grandparents all from Mexico. Mexico's haunted. <laughs> all the scary stuff happens there. But I've heard quite a few stories of like um, things happening to people because they're trying to um, like find someone's buried money in someone's land and it's not their money. And so like bad things happen to them or things appear to them. So I'm glad I don't see that. Yeah, we don't mess with that. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's true though. I feel like our families have really good, not like just, and then the way like um, people storytell, I think is a, adds to it because you know your audience has to be like screaming at the right point or like doing the little like jump and stuff so um yeah those those stories are really uh you know uh i love hearing those kind of stories too and a side note invasion of the body snatchers i just thought about the alien thing i re i recently rewatched it and i was like oh that sounds like you know get what which movie i'm referring to okay but uh, this whole idea of hidden people, alien hidden people within our society is kind of a... Oh yeah, that sounds like something I would watch, I would like to watch. I'm, gonna, I'm writing down all these movies I haven't watched yet. I like the Planet of the Apes movies, those old school ones. Those I think are creepy. I don't know, because that's reminded me of that. You know, I want to throw out the Sixth Sense. You know, oh, the yeah. Sixth Sense is, hasn't been mentioned, but it's really creepy you know, so. Yeah, that was a good, another good one. Um, all right. There's a, there's a movie called Another World or Another Earth, I think, I mean, one of those two. Um, it's not scary, but I feel like it might relate to like how we think of aliens maybe. And I think uh, I saw the movie a long time ago, but it basically questions like there being a parallel world. And so you, there's another you in a different world. So that it's like an alien, basically. That Pretty sounds interesting. Um, and it's kind of trippy to think about. Um, just thinking about the question that Melissa asked, I think it was you. Like, it depends how we view aliens, like, and I feel like if we saw our, another one of ourselves, like, I don't know if we would freak out as much as we would be confused and curious to learn more. Yeah. <laughs> okay, y'all. Um, so maybe we should wrap up this conversation. Unless y'all have any spooky tips to wrap it up or any words of advice for uh, getting creative, being, being in your imagination, to doing your own costume or thinking about your own costume, and then maybe, yeah, you can wrap it up. My pro tip is animating things that aren't supposed to be animated. So, like, any, you can pick anything and make it into a costume and it's going to be really random but really cool like if I wanted to be a nopal then I could pretty much build it and put it on me and walk and I'd be a walking nopal so like yeah so take anything that you can think of my favorites are thinking of nouns like things and then making it into a full body thing and making it walk you know I would actually say I mean I realize that a lot of my costumes I'm always recycling things um and I think especially when it comes to like different clothes or different things to wear I'm actually you know I have my costume this year and I'm actually using something that I had for my last costume or like two different things I'm all about recycling things so that would be a tip Yeah, I'd second that thrifting um, or going to like the dollar store and cardboard and duct tape can go a long way for a costume. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of creative people out there. I, I didn't mention that I think uh, one of the things was, you know, starting to go to Comic-Con and seeing all the people that do their costumes there was really inspiring. 
Um, I never, I don't think I've ever really, well, a couple of times, but not really made my costumes for there just because it's, um, it's just, it's a lot of walking. So it's not practical. You have to kind of spend it. If you're going to do that, I feel you have to spend a day knowing that you're going to go dress up and just go for that. But um, if you just like uh, Google and look at people's costumes and ideas, it's just a lot of stuff online that you can find. Challenge yourself to creative ways of using materials, cardboard, duct tape, like you said, will go a long way. Thrift stores are really good. Swap meet, a lot of good material and things you can get at the swap meet for cheap. That could uh, a lot of our costumes over the years we've gotten everything at the swap meet. So yeah, just be creative in that way. Yeah, um, going off the Comic Con stuff, they have a lot of stuff now at the store that's um, tailored just for making Comic Con kind of costumes, like the uh, the right foam, the right glue kind of thing. Uh, just like, yeah. So I wanna one day go to Comic Con because I like I would want I do want to make some characters that are like from video games and stuff or movies. Yeah, but yeah, just let your imagination. Don't let don't don't. Uh, I guess keep sometimes I think you have to tell your you can be able to share your your um your ideas with certain people because if you don't if you share it with other people sometimes they'll shut it down so don't share your ideas with that that not y'all because I'm in competition with y'all so this is why I keep my uh Halloween costumes a secret but like you know when you're talking to your family sometimes there might be somebody be like ah you can't do that you can't do that so just make sure you are with people that you can um share your ideas with that's not gonna like try to shut down your your little imagination rainbow going on so don't share your ideas with michael and karina just putting it out there don't share it with them we can share them, just not them it's, uh, i think it's less about the i think it's less about the competition of sharing your idea i think it's more about you kind of take a lot of pride in the work that you're doing so you kind of want people to see like you could tell a person, oh, I'm going to dress up as this, um, but it's not, it's going to give them a certain like preconceived notion of what that's supposed to look like, as opposed to like when you come in, you're like, oh, okay, like then, you know, so it's part of it is just like for people to experience the costume for the first time. Like when you say you're going to dress up as cotton candy, Andrea, you're like, oh, okay, cotton candy, but then not till you see the costume, you're like, oh, okay, get it. So I think part of it is less about the competition, but more about the element of surprise at the end. Yeah. I, I agree with what you all said. I think uh, making sure that you don't feel like stifled from like, oh, I can't make it. it I think it's it's interesting to really rethink what it is you're going to create, like Andrea had said about, you know, being able to kind of think outside of the box when you're creating your costume. I think it's the same thing. Like, um, I think everybody chimed in as far as like Melissa, Karen, Michael about reusing, creating from what you can find from home to going to thrift stores um, and finding your items. And I think what um, Rebecca said, it's also like when you share, sharing with folks that are going to maybe not, I think the, the thing is to inspire you and push you to say, yeah, I think the cool thing is checking in with folks that you know are also on that same wavelength where like maybe you're having issues with some part of your costume and you can ask them hey what do you think and then you can brainstorm and say you could add this this and that and that way it'll look the way you want it to look i think that always is helpful um but i think overall i think the fun part about uh dressing up and creating your own thing it's mainly just for yourself kind of enjoying and feeling good after the end um i think the added part of course is if folks know what you dressed up as or like can reference something or they look at you and you're like you're cotton candy they then it kind of makes you feel good like oh my god it got it i got it you know and so i feel and even if you didn't get it i think as long as you feel like happy with what it is you created i think that's the fun part about halloween right it's kind of being something you're not for that day So stay creative. Stay creative. Yes. Thank you. I I haven't started my costume yet, but I have an idea. So just talking today with everybody, I'm gonna be focusing and getting out my costume this weekend. Uh, I have more motivation. So okay, I'll let you know if I get stuck on creating part of it. So, um, but yeah, thank you all. Do y'all have any last um, thank yous or before we say bye? for today.
just vote for your favorite on Instagram. We're gonna be having our third annual costume contest. Please vote once for your favorite costume and tell your friends to vote for us. Vote for me. <laughs> That's it. Vote for me. And then vote in the November, what, third? Yes, vote twice. Like vote, you know, vote, vote for our Halloween thing and then vote in November. Voting with us and then you vote for real. Yeah, vote for real. <laughs> Thank you again for joining us. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and follow Tia Chuchas on social media. Please support our online bookstore. You can find the links in our podcast bio. Stay safe, stay creative. Tiawi.